0: <laughs> From Land Grand Brewing Company, <laughs> Columbus, Ohio.
1: Right in front, too. Just make sure to get a bunch uh, of snow, like all over the Yeah, I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one?
0: Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers.
2: back to another episode of Land Grant University Presents Beers with the Brewers Podcast. My name is Eric, and today I'm joined with our Director of Communications, Meredith Miles.
3: Hello, everybody.
2: James. Hello. Hi, James. <laughs> just James. I asked James, how do you want me to introduce you? He's like, just call me James. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast after a long time, James. Yeah, what, do you long do time. what do you do here at Land so Grant? So I am the first?
0: controller, so money things, if money you will. Money
2: things. And of course, this podcast would not be complete without the uh, quartet of... Uh, Mr. Dan Schaefer, head brewer. Ahoy!
3: The one-man quartet.
2: That's right. <laughs> and guys, today we are—we're doing another double header. I feel like we've done double headers or triple headers or you know quad beers in the last few hours. We uh, just episodes, have so, so
3: much beer to talk about. Yeah. you know, and Dan's busting his hump back there with everybody <laughs> else. We gotta make sure the people hear about it. You know, that's
2: true. My hump is super duly busted. busted. <laughs> Uh, well, it's all in good service because uh, we're talking about a couple of uh, fall preview beers. Uh, so this week we got two beers. We got Lawn Raker, our Oktoberfest, what we're going to start with, what we're drinking now, and then we'll move into uh, the return of Sweater Vibes, Apple Cinnamon English Ale. But before we get to Sweater Vibes, Dan, why don't you talk to us a little bit about Lawn Raker?
1: Yeah, so uh, every year I'm obliged to note that this beer has undergone a, a ton of changes, uh, not so much this year. <laughs> Uh, I think we finally settled on something we're happy with. But um, originally, it was kind of more of a kind of a Meritzen-Bach hybrid. Um, I think a big part of that is they weren't quite comfortable doing loggers yet um, back in the first couple of years. And um, so I think they were fermenting this with uh, their coal strain. Hmm. Um, but we, we've gradually pulled it back over the years. Uh, to It's not quite a true you know, Oktoberfest. Um, uh, by the way, 6% ABV, uh, 25 IBUs. Uh, the hop side, uh, very classic. Magnum, a little uh, Hollertown Middlefru, and uh, Pearlay, or Pearl. I've heard both. Um,
3: Perle sounds fancier.
1: Uh, I like to um, do an up inflection at the end to make it seem Perlet. like a question. Pearl, eh? Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, mostly Swain Pills. Um, some dark Munich, a bit of melanoidin malt, um, is uh cheater malt for people who can't do decoctions like us. <laughs> and uh, the yeah, the sort of the untraditional part would be the uh, caramel caramel Vienna. Uh, just a touch of that um, gives a little bit of sweetness and uh, that nice amber hue. But um, apart from that, yeah, it's been very much pared down. There used to be some um, more crystal in it, some higher level bond crystals that give you that kind of. Um, dark fruit character that would be appropriate in a Bach, but not so much in an Oktoberfest, so um, I'm good with it now. I think I'm done.
2: (laughs) It's delicious. It is. Uh, I have an August birthday, so uh, back when I first uh, was able to drink, uh, the first beer that I liked was an Oktoberfest, so I have an affinity for this style of beer, Um, but I put this beer, I'll put our lawnmaker up against uh, Great Lakes or Sam Adams any day. I think this is a far superior product, and it's all the much better that's locally made by uh, my employer. So I I really do love this beer, and uh, uh, I wish that we could do it year-round, but uh, I always look forward to it coming out. And I know August always seems early for Oktoberfest, but...
3: Yeah, we we told people that this beer was back and we got like an instantaneous response. Oh, you guys too? <laughs> it's like we don't necessarily make those calls in mm-hmm. terms of timing. It's a lot more um, dictated to us than that. But I will say the thing I think I like the most about this Oktoberfest is it's so easy drinking and it's not like overpowering. I think that sort of smoothness to it really makes it a, oh, like I like to think of it almost like a transition beer, mm-hmm. like that kind of moves you mm-hmm. out of this summertime taste into some of those fall flavors without beating you over the head with something a little more oomph. Yeah.
0: What do you think, James? Is this one of your favorites? It is one of my favorites. It kind of reminds you of fall, obviously, with the name Lawn Raker, and it kind of breaks you into, well, football season is right around the corner. Um, nice maltiness to that, which I really like, which is a change from summer beer season.
3: Yeah, I also feel like you know, for an audio media audio based medium, talking about its hue is a little bit unfair, but it's it's a really beautiful beer in the glass. like it it when I think about you know a beer when someone goes in a movie and they just order a beer, you yeah. know it's like if they don't get like a lighter Pilsner looking beer, they get this and it makes it just as fun to drink, tasty and pretty.
2: It is a beautiful looking beer. We need to change this uh, format of this podcast to a YouTube channel and then we can see yeah a
3: dual video po- exactly. All Dan,
2: what changes
0: did we make uh, from year over year for this beer? I know we've definitely made a lot of changes.
1: Yeah, again, just less crystal. Um, it was mostly the crystal end of things. Um, I mean, it's still a, a malty beer, uh, mm-hmm. certainly. It's just um, I think the, the, the malt from an Oktoberfest or the sweetness from an Oktoberfest should come like as a malt sweetness and not necessarily mm-hmm. as a caramel sweetness. Mm-hmm. And Carol Vienna isn't like super. It's not that type of toffee that you get from like English crystals um, or mid-level crystals. It's only twenty lava bond, so it's more honeyed um, and uh, a little nutty, and yeah. That that that's mostly it. Nice and toasted too. I, at least I get like kind of like toasted
3: yeah. notes, which I, I like. almost get like Agreed. a tiny hint of like the burnt toastness of mm-hmm. it. Like that little, which is just enough though, because there's a little bit of bitter in there, and it I don't know yeah. it's going down real smooth.
1: That's definitely comes from the uh, dark Munich. Um, Munich is, uh, I would often describe it as like the... The crust on uh, your toast, fresh out of the Mm -hmm. toaster. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Dark Munich is like that, plus just a little bit more. Mm. Um, So you get that real, that extra deep toastiness, like on the outside of a a crusty bread.
3: I don't know if burnt is the right, then maybe not as favorable of a description, but (laughs) that was a more eloquent way to say what I was trying to articulate.
2: Do we use that Dark Munich malt in any other beers?
1: I think we used to use a touch uh, in uh, Deep Search. Pour one out, um, but <laughs> I think that was probably it. You know, we don't um, don't get to do uh, too many uh, loggers that have a, a ton of color in them uh, <laughs> anymore. Although you never know, that that trend is coming back around. Yeah, I think it is too.
2: Well, guys, uh, I have one question for you, and that question is: How crushable is lawn raker? Starting with you, Meredith. How many of these are you going to crush responsibly? on a six pack on a nice fall afternoon watching some football
3: oh my! well, you just set the scene I,
2: I, I I'm good at that say no
3: more it's a sixer for me i Ooh. I really like this beer it's not six percent doesn't scare me at all and I sat down this is my actually my first one this season and it just you know it once it hits your lips it's just so good so <laughs> I feel like it I would, so good
0: once it hits I, the feel lips. Like,
3: I feel like I would go six on this one
0: okay. James I'm gonna go a five um right right now. It's a little warm, but uh as kind of the chill gets in the air uh this is definitely uh the five crusher to yeah me. you have
3: to set the scene you yeah. It's a crisp fall day, mm-hmm. some football's on it's, you know it's not your although today is actually a chillier day in the neck yeah, of the, upper in our 70s neck of the woods. or something right like now. sitting
0: on the surface of the sun right now, so <laughs> it's good, Dan, what about you
1: yeah, I think um Right now I'm at a four, but yeah, talk to me like in a month Mm -hmm. um, where I have multiple implements in my backyard (laughs) for lighting things on fire that I will gravitate around with the beer in hand. um, And then it'll be a solid six. So we'll say we'll average Average it out out. with a five. Yeah,
2: I'm kind of right there with you, Dan. I'm I'm putting it at a five. I feel like it shouldn't be weather dependent because it is I feel fairly uh, light on body uh, compared to some other fests I've had. Um, But, yeah, there is just something that's kind of weather-dependent still uh, about this beer. So I'm going to put it at that comfortable six spot, but on that cold day, uh, yeah, I can easily see this as a six crusher. But that puts the math at a very handy... uh, calculator over here in, in Meredith uh, 5.25 so Which, pretty
3: good eh, round it up it's 6 ding
2: <laughs> you can, you can you round it I believe you would round six. that down I, no, 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 the let the here. controller go no 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 carry the
3: one I think we're there
2: okay alright cool well hey that's we're a gonna 6
3: we're going to play structure. this back in a month to like hit Dan, that Dan said
2: alright well uh, are you guys ready to move on to our second beer of the afternoon we're going to get into some sweater vibes this is the is this the third that good year one.
0: that we've done this beer?
2: Uh, we're going to go with sure.
0: <laughs> I, believe right? it, I believe it is a third iteration.
2: Okay. And I have yet to try this iteration yet, so I'm excited to give this a sip.
1: Yeah, so I think the first time around we used... Um, might have done... I I forget what yeast we use, but um, the the big change that we made last year that really made a big um, improvement is we actually made a a very good ESB as the base of this style. Um, So we we changed up the yeast strain this year, um, but uh, still English. We used uh, Omega's uh, uh, British 5, or I'm sorry, British 4. But uh, the the cool thing about that strain is um, I tasted this uh, doing some tank slurping um, pre-fruit. And pre-cinnamon, it's like this, just because of the characteristics of the yeast it's like this already tastes like this has apples in it, Mm -hmm. um, which kind of helps boost everything. Um, uh, 5.9% ABV, 5 IBUs. Um, Yeah, just a little bit of Mount Hood. Uh, That nice sort of uh, woody character that you get from that kind of reinforces the the sort of apple skin type of character. But uh, it's it's mostly in the malts here. Ashburn is kind of our variant of uh like a British style malt made by Brees. Uh, it's kind of equivalent to a Maris Otter if anyone knows what the hell that is. Um uh, For those
3: who don't, Dan, why don't you elaborate? That's why we're here.
1: No, uh, it's um I, I would say the American malts tend more towards a cereal grain type okay. character, whereas uh British style malts would tend more towards a Baked bread or a nutty type of character. Sure. It's just journalization, but yeah. Um, Yeah, oats. um, Our favorites. Uh, Baird's Crystal 2, which is just like a mouthful of uh, toffees. And then um, uh, some Saigon cinnamon in the bright tank. But uh, most of the heavy lifting is done with uh, uh, apple juice concentrate. It's made uh, by our friends at Fruit Fast. Again, uh, I don't really like using undi or using dilute uh, fruit products. At least you know not when they're not like this because it would just end up watering down the product. Uh, so if we use a concentrated product, we can keep the ABV up and get uh, like a more concentrated. Uh, uh, it's more of like a baked apple flavor. It's like if you want like a fresh apple flavor, cool. You know, drink a cider, um, <laughs> which yeah. <laughs> The first year we did this, I think that was the problem is the balance. It was a good idea, but the balance was way off. Yes. It, it almost tasted like a cider. Yeah. I feel
3: like
0: it's way less sweet now. It's more uh,
1: a I get a, kind
3: I of. get a ton of cinnamon. Yeah. Like on the nose too. Like even just like shoving my nose in this glass, it's it's like it's like fresh like fresh grated cinnamon almost yeah, almost like an
2: apple
0: crisp almost.
2: YouTube is that yeah, Meredith has her nose fully in her glass right now. <laughs> you know, important visual.
3: Listen. And you know what, though? We were talking before we got started today about how I I didn't necessarily have the, I don't know, appetite for a lot of this beer. And I know we'll get into crushability. But having had this sort of iteration of it, I definitely, I think I could drink more of them than I thought I could. You know, it's a little off-putting when you sometimes, the apple cinnamon, it's like, you think it's like overly sweet or flavored or like that almost like artificial taste. But it's actually so fresh. Like there's a freshness to it that and a crispness almost that I think makes it a really interesting, each step very interesting.
2: Yeah, I, I guess my memory is a little bit hard to jog, but I feel like this is more appleier, maybe, if that's a proper uh, descriptor. Apple-ier. <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: uh, that's probably true. And again, it was not because we used any more apple than we did last year. It's just mm-hmm. uh, that yeast strain right. kicks out more of that uh, apple-pear, orchard-fruit character, whereas I feel like the, what we used... Um, the year before it's like a little bit more uh, berry forward mm-hmm. um, kind of like a minerality to the i forget what bootleg strain strain we used <laughs> but um yeah bootleg's
0: the name of a company It, <laughs> it is.
1: <It's> Dan <laughs> no, doing that yeast slagging off.
3: yeah <laughs> some guy drove things. up and yeah <laughs>
1: opened up the trunk of his car and he's like hey you need some british yeast there pal
3: <laughs>
2: I feel it, too, like this... Uh, you hear of like people kind of uh, mixing uh, like apple cider and bourbon. I feel like this would, uh, beer would pair well in a, a Boilermaker style with a shot of, of nice bourbon. Well, yeah. only, one way, to, only your, one way to
3: find out. Yeah, if you're so inclined, <laughs>
2: I feel like it would pair very, very well.
3: Yeah, I think that one of my favorite words as we move into the fall is autumnal. I think it's just such a all-encompassing word. There's just things that fit that bill, and this is definitely one of them. But again, not in that sort of artificial kind of way when we think about those flavors of your you know your pumpkin spice lattes and all those things that have some of that taste to it yeah. this is really fresh and i actually like i said i doesn't sound like something i'd gravitate to but as i'm sitting here drinking it i really enjoy it
2: well, let's get into it, then. How how much would you drink, Meredith? How crushable do you think oh this goodness. beer is? Do you want me to go the other way? Do you feel the pressure here? No, because I don't want to be
3: influenced. Okay. Right. Um, this is a
2: pure, raw opinion, then.
3: Where are we at, ABV? What did we say here?
2: 5.9? off from your you know, it doesn't sixth taste crusher of Lawn raker.
3: I mean, again, you put me in a fall situation, a little football on. I don't know. I could pro- I'd could. i say I'd probably tap out at... Four, mainly because um, it does have sort of a like a little bit of a bite to it that I would probably need to break it up. Like if I was going one to one with Lawn Raker, might break it up a little bit. But I'm going to stick to a four on this. That's one. That's higher than I thought. Yeah, I would probably. Maybe I'm just like really craving fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: these beers do kind of.
2: evoke I mean, it's, that craving. It's always very fault.
3: brisk in the tap room with the AC pumping. So maybe if Jake I'm just is working, lasting. it's
0: like freezing. Yeah. I'm sorry, James, what were you going to say? I think I'll do a three on this. Um, albeit it is very good, uh, I think I would tap out at a three.
1: I'm going to put my thumb uh, on the scale here a little bit. Um, I'm at a six. Whoa. Um, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I know our, our you know, motto around here is we make beer for you, but I made this beer for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't get to eat, you know, I don't get to brew um, British styles very often, and um, having gone to school there... Um, and always wanting what you cannot have. Uh, this is the one of the few opportunities, albeit in a slightly bastardized form with cinnamon and apple <laughs> juice in it, to drink a, a, a quote, classic uh, British style. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I had one of these, uh, one of the low boys off the uh, canning line uh, last night and probably unnecessarily threw on a, a, a hoodie just because I could, yeah. because, yeah, sweater vibes. Sweater vibes. A little
3: nostalgia. Hoodie, hoodie weather, whatever we're going to call it, All right?
2: I got I got I got to got to do a little course correcting here and go with a two on this one. Oh
3: yeah. wow! Not, again,
2: this is a very enjoyable beer, but uh, I think if I had these two in the fridge at the same time as I currently do, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a couple of these and I'm gonna switch back to Lawn Raker. I think to to kind of get back to it's that just because you're boiler over there.
3: and exactly. That's why. That's why exactly. you can only do two because you're <laughs> boozing it up with your so, additions.
2: So if we're doing the math on that, which uh, Meredith kindly uh, was, what, what were we looking at there? We're at three
3: point seven five. Okay. Which,
2: okay. Not yeah. that that we can round then it up. You can round up.
3: <laughs> Which rounds up to a 6 <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Don't know how that yeah. works.
1: <laughs> ding ding ding. <laughs> ding
3: ring the bell. No, um I'd like like Dan said though I do think there's something like about the sort of base classic style that certainly makes it appealing but I do think it sort of just depends on your your sort of appetite for those autumnal flavors that cut through.
1: Yeah. Yours is gone already Meredith. Mm-hmm. Good for you. I, yeah. I would suggest uh, alternating between the yeah. two. Uh, yeah, I agree. The, the, the sweetness of the sweater vibes really makes the October fist like snap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, yeah, one hundred
2: percent. Well, guys, uh, so last week we actually, uh, if if you listened to last week's episode, we were going through several beers, and we had to. I'm sorry, uh, I want to apologize to a listener because we had a, a question last week, and we avoided it be, for the sake of time. But this week, we're going to get to Matt Paulson's question. He says,
3: Avid listener to the podcast. Avid listener to the podcast.
2: Yes. Matt, thank you. We appreciate your listenership and we are going to do our due diligence and uh, acknowledge your question this week. He says, Matt, I'm not complaining, but as a longtime listener of the podcast, I feel like it is a time for a new sound bite for the question, How crushable is it? Keep up the great work. The beers are delicious as ever. Matt, we appreciate the question. And, uh, Here's I'm gonna was it a
3: question or was it a statement? From you know, a statement from a listener. Uh,
2: <laughs> as as much as we enjoy doing this podcast, and we very much do. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll crowdsource this one, Matt. If you've got a better soundbite for how crushable it is, or if any listeners out yeah, there, yeah. Should
3: we pause the, as a reminder? This is the soundbite. How crushable is it? Yes. Yeah,
2: that's the soundbite. That's if you, it. If you can, if you can top <laughs> that. Email Eric Hafner. that's E R I C H A F N E R, at landgrantbrewing.com.
3: I love and this. And we'll plug it in. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll I do love, a new soundbite. I love Absolutely. playing on the soundboard. I think if anybody out there has got a, a, good, <clears throat> a good one, they want to crowdsource it, if they want to zhuzh it up a bit, I think that we're open to it. Absolutely,
2: so. we are. So, any soundbites for any, if you, hey, if you <laughs> listeners are, are talented in this realm, by all means, send us soundbites and we will uh, we will do our best to incorporate them into the podcast. Uh, so yeah, also listeners might take notice that we are we're we are lacking in one Walt keys and we miss him very much this week. But uh, Meredith, you stepped up, and uh, do you want to go through this week's uh, ongoings of what's happening in the tap room?
3: Yeah, of course. Well, I'd like to give a shout out to Walt, who is taking a very well earned, well deserved vacation this week after riding 57 miles in Pelotonia on Land Grant's first ever Pelotonia team last week. So, um, shout out to our team. We had a handful of riders we had some volunteers we have some challengers and uh really proud of them and it was a really successful event so we're really um excited about next year too i think we've got, got a little bit of a pelotonia bug going around lee and grant so more to come on that but let's talk talk about what's whoa, let's talk about what's going on at lee and grant um if you haven't heard we have a very very cool event coming up on August 20th, it's called the Heat Check. It's sort of one part three-on-three tournament, one part vendor market, sort of fashion market, and then one part, like, block party. And it's going to be a ton of music, ton of fashion, and 16 brands handpicked uh, from around Columbus to essentially uh, hoop it up on Town Street. We're shutting down the street. We're going to have a full-blown three-on-three tournament equipped with pool play, bracket the whole bit, trophy soon-to-be-announced trophy, which is going to be pretty dope. And uh, we'll have a whole vendor market, so you can not only come down and listen to a very groove-worthy soundtrack all day long from a variety of different uh, DJs, but we'll also have um, the vendor market in the 3-on-3 tournament. It's going to be a a blast. That's on August 20th, Saturday, tip-off at noon, so come down, check it out. Also, if you haven't heard, 11 Warriors is hosting the 2002 Champs, National Champions Um, here at in our land grant beer garden on um, september 2nd which is the night before the notre dame game and they are going to have it's a ticketed event tickets are still on sale but it's a ticketed event to basically sit there and and hear um, from the coaches and the players themselves about kind of reminiscing about that season and what it was like to experience not only a, a, a national championship but a really incredible 14-0 season. Uh, we're calling it a chalk talk, essentially. They're going to they're gonna go through um, some of the key moments and key plays, but also a QA and a that you can submit questions to. I know a few weeks ago we took we submitted our own questions to that um, Q&A opportunity. So it's going to be really, really, really cool. Um, like I said, that's on September 2nd prior to the Notre Dame game. So uh, check out 11warriors.com for more information and how to get a table or tickets to that. All right. This week, Thursday, today, if you're listening upon release, we have our Beer Garden Music Series featuring, featuring, the Her Lily Boys, which is actually our own Hajir, Karimi and crew. Wait, um, really, it is. Oh, hell yeah. yeah! That's gonna be
2: awesome.
3: And they uh, they'll be they'll be taking the stage from six to eight p.m. Friday, this Friday, is actually Franklinton Friday. Uh, we'll be releasing a Strawberry Hibiscus Tart Ale, just you know, to contrast the fall preview that we just did here. Um, this is a really uh, exciting time, though, because we have the art of Uzon Shabazz and music from Corey Landis and the Finer Things on stage. So it's going to be a really nice night. The weather's looking awesome. Got to see a sneak peek of the label today, which looks super cool. So um, we're really excited about that one. And then on Saturday in the beer garden, we're having a party. Because again, to contrast the fall preview we've just done, endless summer. We're not ready to let go of sweet summertime yet. So even though we're moving that direction and the the cooler temps are approaching, we are going to throw a little party in the beer garden. Great music, bring your friends, cold beer. We're actually releasing endless summer dry hopped Pilsner as a celebration. And we're going to have DJs from 3 o'clock all the way through... Till the end of the night. Uh, we also are welcoming back the and Hangout to the Beer Garden at 9 p.m. It's sort of this live band performance experience where they actually integrate the crowd and let them sort of take the mic in some instances, and it's kind of all different genres. It's very cool. Uh, check out our website for more information. Totally free. Normally they're ticketed events, but we're hosting it here totally free, so come on down. Everything kicks off at 3 p.m., and it goes all night long. Uh, the Columbus crew also take on the Colorado Rapids away at 9pm so we'll have that on in the beer garden as well. A reminder from last week's episode that the Daily Growler in German Village has Prince and Pints Volume 5 event happening. Uh, you can get, I think it's 30 bucks, gets you a, a limited edition poster. There's the 12 artists that do Um, Custom posters for a variety of breweries around the city. Go down and get the land grant one because it's pretty awesome. I can tell you I've seen it from experience and it's got a really sweet take on our curling, which is a nice little angle that we haven't really seen a lot um, visually, which is really cool. So, if you get a chance on Saturday, before or after you come to uh, the endless summer party, make sure you check out prints and pints at the Daily Growler. Yeah,
1: probably better than last year, which was just like my face.
3: <laughs> last year just last it, was, was a, year. it was a fat
1: head of you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wasn't last year the the mad scientist? Right, yes. that was super cool because it was like glow in the dark, and it was it was really really cool. I think yeah. we we have it around here. I think we have it hung up somewhere. It's in the brewery,
0: right? Yeah. Does it glow in the dark, Dan?
1: Is it just? I have not tested I have not tested it at home. I, I think the uh, the lemon uh, was done with uh, with the glow in the dark paint.
3: Yeah, Jess over at Upright Press does some really cool stuff over there. So, anyway, if you get a chance, check that out this Saturday. Uh, moving into Sunday, Sunday Music Market, more music. So uh, our our uh, Sunday Music Market is actually going to be curated by our own TK Cranks with Style by TK. So the vendor market will go from three to seven p.m. The Andy Shaw Band will take the stage from 4 to 6 p.m. And as always, this weekend, we've got Ray Ray's Hog Pit, Dodo Donuts, and Mikey's Late Night Slice serving up food all weekend. I should note that as of today, it was announced that we were named the number one live music patio in Columbus, Ohio, which goes to show, based on the, the rundown I just gave, there's no shortage of opportunity to experience some live music in our beer garden this weekend, so make sure you come and join us. On Monday we don't necessarily have any events, but we've got Mikey's late night slice from three to ten and it's a great opportunity to come down and try all the beers that we have just talked about on the podcast over the past few weeks. A lot of taproom exclusives and opportunities to sit down and maybe pull a flight out and see what see what you're vibing on depending on, you know, the weather or your personal preferences. Tuesday, as always, we welcome Travis Haywisher to the uh, Beer Garden for Pop Culture Trivia. It's really cool. He plays it on his phone or you play it on your phone. Um, and he is, uh, it's a real-time situation of how fast you answer also impacts how you score. It's hard trivia. And it's, yeah, he, it's it good. may be pop culture, but it's it's he's he's very good at being obscure. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a lot of fun opportunities there. And that tees up going into Beer Garden Movie Night, which usually starts around 7.30 p.m., Uh, We're not technically Allowed to tell you The name of the movie But you could dial 313 LG movie To find out The name of the movie
2: Yeah
3: Or we could hint at it Which we do Through our channels um, sometimes on this podcast. And this then, record
2: store owner has a lot of top fives.
1: I store would store. say the, <laughs> the, the Nick Hornby book was better, but I'm not sweating it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the movie is still
1: fine. It's Wink. more than fine.
3: Uh, you can also follow us at Land Grant Movie Phone on Instagram or find the Land Grant Movie Phone group on Facebook. Uh, request to join, and you can see the lineup of all the movies, and we can talk openly and honestly about everything we're showing. Or just come to the tap week. room and see. Yes. Roll Pl- the dice. Plenty of posters all around the tap room. so... And then last but not least, Wednesdays, while we don't always have events on Wednesdays, we do have Two Fat Indians, which is reason enough to come down to the tap room. It's a food truck. It, it is a food truck. It's a very, very good Indian food truck. Highly rated, probably on the Columbus Underground list for something, I'm sure, just like we were for number one live music venue. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, live music patio. Hell yeah. Anyway, I think that covers it. I That's-
2: think so. Guys, this is a good episode. James, you want to tease up the closing thoughts?
0: um both beers great and we're inching towards fall uh (laughs) stay tuned next week we're going to talk more about fall as uh we'll have a lindsey conkle from uh the best damn band in the land alumni club so stay
3: tuned for that talking about what beer
0: skull session you got it boom
2: boom all right guys this is fun thank you guys for joining me cheers to the beers dan great job as always please come down to one of these uh awesome events that we're hosting pretty much every single day and uh, make sure to tip your bartenders. This is great, guys. Thank you so much.
3: Don't forget to submit your how crushable is it <laughs> sound bites. Okay, yeah, thanks. Uh, and tip yeah. your bartenders.
2: You can uh, look at the show notes for where you want to <laughs> send those. <laughs> Always check the show notes. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.
3: Cheers.